at that time, you know, there were a lot of uh, opportunities waiting for me back in China because I sort of graduated from a very good um, school for journalism. So I need to, I was about to choose whether or not I want to take this offer. And then um, I thought to myself, okay, I have nothing to lose. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leumitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upost Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders, meet Yifeng Zhu, Vice President of Partnerships at Synergy Global. With her rich experience in Fortune 500 companies and various business and communication sectors over the years, Yael is an expert in cross-border branding and marketing strategy, market entry, and business development, and has much insight into global corporate strategy, upscaling, and communication of Chinese companies. Before joining Synergy Global, Yael was the Director of Business Development at Heiser Israel Innovation Center, the frontline innovation arm of Hire, the largest home appliances group from China. Before Hire, she was the chief editor at the Times of Israel Chinese Edition, covering news of high-tech and innovation between China and Israel. Yale holds degrees of Masters of Art, International Journalism and Communication, and Bachelor of Laws, International Relations and Diplomacy. Yale Joe, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm excited to be talking to you. You're all the way in China right now. Yes. Uh, and uh, this is going to be a, a big part of the story of, of what we're going to be doing here. Uh, but you also have quite a lot of experience in Israel, co-founder and VP partnerships at Synergy Global. And you've had a wealth of experience other than that. But one thing that really struck my eye is that you were responsible in part for Times of Israel Chinese edition, correct? Yes. Uh, and and that's very exciting my my sister also worked in in uh, in, in a different magazine but so I, I have a, a huge huge respect for journalism and the work that you're doing which uh, I know is incredibly difficult but interesting and so uh, yael tell me a little bit about yourself and over these next 20 minutes I'd love to sort of follow your life journey hear about your experiences and what you've learned okay sure um, I would start with the reason why I came to Israel. Actually, it's a story that I never thought it's going to happen to me, and it changed my life completely. I um, was doing wow. my, my MA in China. I studied journalism and communication. Um, it was a two-year program, and I thought to myself, okay, I, I'm not in a rush to you know, graduate. I want to see the world, so I signed up for the exchange program from the university. Um, by some coincidence, like I uh, missed the deadline for submission of the other documents. <laughs> and what was left to me was among other countries, Israel. Um, wow. I was, I was like, I was supposed to be a journalist, uh, when I graduated. So I thought, okay, Israel sounds like, uh, you know, exotic place. You know, it appears all the time on the, on the news. So maybe I should be there. What if I become famous? And become a war zone journalist. That was really what I thought at the time. So I signed up Actually, for yes, I signed up for the exchange program, wow. and then I came to Israel. I realized, okay, this is not the place I thought it would be. Of course, it's way better. I mean, like it's way more dynamic, and um, people are friendly, and a lot of you know uh, positive vibes over here. So um, it really, literally, blew my mind. 
And um, so I, I came on exchange for a year. I also volunteered in the Confucius Institute, you know, um, a place where uh, you can learn the Chinese culture and you can talk to Chinese and you know, practice your Chinese as well. Um, and by some chance, I uh, met with my previous colleague who was the chief, Ch chief of editor in the Chinese edition of the Times of Israel. So we got to know each other. Wow. Um, we talked a lot. I helped her with some articles and so and so. And then at the end of the time, I was as, as the exchange student, um, I received the offer from her. She said that I'm relocating to the States. I need someone to replace me. Would you like to join me? I was like, I was at that time, I was still hesitant because like, I was not sure if I want to de develop my career starting from Israel. Um, and wow. at that time, you know, there were a lot of uh, opportunities waiting for me back in China because I sort of graduated from a very good um a school for journalism. So I need to, I was about to choose whether or not I want to take this offer. And then, um, I thought to myself, okay, I have nothing to lose. I mean, Israel is always, um, a magical place for me. I met a lot of people actually, by the way, met my current husband when I, in the very first year of my exchange program. Um, so I thought, wow. okay, it's a magical place. I want to stay. I have nothing to lose. So I stayed and I have to say that it's this, one and a half years of, uh, of journalism, uh, in the times of Israel, it's really like, uh, eye opener for me because I got to interview a lot of people, like the gurus from startups, from the, uh, you know, innovation sector. And I also had the honor to, um, go on the official visit with the, the former prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu to China and for the, you know, state visit, which is, the, Incredible. Yeah, this is once in a lifetime chance. I have to ask you, yeah. Yes. You mentioned to me that that you actually had an exclusive interview yeah. with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu as part of this visit. Well, what was that like? What was that like, you know, doing an interview with the Prime Minister of Israel at the time? Um, I would have to say that the, um, all the security checks frightened me a little bit in the beginning. Um, <laughs> It was like, I, I think four, three or four times of, uh, you know, security checks with all the stuff. But I, I felt, I felt a bit more relaxed than everyone else because I have another colleague accompanying me. He was uh, the journalist in the, in the English edition. So we talked and he comforted me a little bit. And I heard people talking Hebrew, which like for me, Hebrew is something comforting because, you know, hearing it as uh, someone not from Israel is, you know, fun for me. So, okay. It's an unique experience. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm living, I'm enjoying it. So it's fine. Um, I went into the room. Um, he was sitting over there alone. He was actually, um, he had a tiny cold at that time. He had a very low voice. So the, the interview was, you know, a little, he was not quite excited. Um, I, but it's fine. Like he, I got his quote. I mean, I talked to him and he's very, um, I have to say he's a person with charisma. I know there are a lot of, uh, you know, political, um, controversy, controversy about him, but like from a professional perspective, like he's, uh, uh, an excellent politician to be interviewed. So I really enjoyed the conversation and, um, it was mostly like we were not talking about politics, actually. It's mostly about innovation, the economy and China-Israel business collaboration as the biggest topic at that time. So um, it, was, it passed very fast. I mean, it's like a 15 minutes interview. It is very like way faster than I thought. And I really enjoy it. And I, ha I had the honor to have a, the picture with him, to have a photo with him. Um, it's like 
like a dream, like once in a lifetime experience. I mean, I'm sure that also, you know, one of the interesting pieces here is that, you know, I, I'm looking at, you know, what it will be like sort of, you know, the big moment for a journalist or, you know, the equivalent of doing an exit or an IPO for an entrepreneur, perhaps, is as a journalist to have an, a one-on-one interview with one of the most important leaders of the free world, right? Which is, you know, the journalism, uh, the highest level that you can get to. So I'm sure it was, it was very, very exciting. But, you know, your work spans beyond journalism. With Synergy Global, you're actually working on, as vice president of partnerships and you're working with teams around the world and, and China and Israel to, to, to develop business plans and, and see what business development is like through the, this, the Synergy uh, way, right? You yeah. have a, a methodology yes. that you've developed. Tell me a little bit about your work and how you've transferred from journalism to business development. Yeah, sure. I will start from the reason why I left journalism. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, though. I had some great achievements uh, in the China-Israel field. But there are many, several moments that I feel that, okay, I understand a lot. I interviewed a lot of people. I heard their insights and how I can translate it better into real insights to other, you know, entrepreneurs or like uh, business people. Because when I'm writing, I'm sort of like an outsider. I'm writing objective, like with, without bias or with no um, personal touch. But I do feel like there needs to be some sort of personal touch when you want to how to say, spread the knowledge or like to convey the message, mm. especially when there are like the things between China and Israel at that time, though I'm not really focusing on China and Israel at this moment. But at that time, China and Israel, like the businessmen are super different, like so far is still different, yeah. but like the business culture is different. And I see few people can translate it well. So I find my place over there. I see my value over there. So I thought to myself, okay, maybe I should set a step forward and try over there. Um, and then I like I got into um, the field of business development in my previous job in Hire, which is a Chinese company. Um, and then I started the company of uh, Synergy Global, which is also, I would say, my expertise there is based on my time in the journalism because it's all about communication. It's all about how I convey the message, how I analyze like how I'm analyzing the case in the journalism, uh, you know, um, the stories, how I can translate it into a better way to give value to the clients. And I have to say, like in the current business world, nothing is more important than A, communication and B, storytelling and C, um, your narrative, like how you convey the message in a way that is easier to be accepted and how you refine your message in a way that is easy to be understood. So I, it's, um, it's not only about business development. It's more like about communication, which is also what I studied back in the journalism, back in the university. So can you give me an example of how, of how you would be working with a company and sort of where your, what your role would be within that work with a company and, and then how you see the value that you bring with it? Okay, so um, I can take the example of how um, people want, like companies want to go into the Chinese market um, or yeah. like how Chinese want to go to the Western market. I see like, well, let me let me take the Chinese company as a better example, because, uh, you know, Chinese, they think differently, like they're more, how to say, collectivism oriented. So their narrative is very big. I mean, they want to um, 
deliver a dream. They want to sell the dream to the world. But in many cases, like especially in the Western world, you don't really like. Yes, it's about dream, but it's not only about the dream, the vision that you want to sell. You need to bring something tangible.、Right. So often, I was like in most of the cases that I was dealing with for Chinese companies that want to do rebranding in Western world and have their either logo or their、um, tagline redesigned. I spent a lot of time trying to. I don't remember the specific English word, but to、um, to make the message more concrete. Like for example, they might say we want to achieve our global dream of um, of uh, you know a unified global village of、uh, e-commerce and everything. This is I don't see any keywords over there. I don't see any attractive keywords over there. But so my mission is to transfer the message into more tangible keywords, which is like to make. E-commerce、um, in the sector of, for example, maternal maternal care, or like in this care in this sector, more、um, tangible. So I will put more keywords over there、mm. just to make the message more clear. And this is like、um, there is a lot of things to do because、um, you don't just put a keyword over there and, and send it out. So it requires a lot of polishing,、um, you know, like learning of the the business culture, like the corporate culture of the of the of the client company. So I、um, I have to say this is pretty much like most of the cases that I deal with, but I find a lot of fun because it's again learning the story of a company and then giving them advice of how to improve it, and then helping them execute it either by creating something like a page of、um, company brief or、um, some content on social media, but it's something concrete that I can deliver, and I really enjoy it to see、What? things from. Abstract, like、um, more abstract perspective to、uh, concrete deliverables. And how does that process look for you? That going from abstract to deliverables is that mainly with the founder? Is that by yourself researching online? What What is sort of the pro- the mental process that that you would go through? It's more like I'm re、um, rewalking through the journey that the company is going through. I'm learning the story. Mm-hmm. And trying to connect the dots between what the company is now and how it、mm-hmm. came, how it became the company it is now, and its、uh, global vision. It's more like connecting the, the dots and learning,、um, listening to the stories that they tell, and trying to imagine a picture in my mind what is like and what if me as a client would think of them. When I first come across their、uh, their materials, so it's more like、uh, a lot of work here, a lot of、uh, imagining, like、um, uh, creating work inside of my mind. So it's again, I, I think like, that makes a lot of sense. Sorry. Yeah,、um, it's, and it's it, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, you know, I、yeah. when I'm thinking about and I'm trying to imagine the way that you work and the way that you work with the companies and. Translating their ideas and making them your own, and then doing the ping pongs. How do you find the context switching between companies? So you're working with multiple companies at the same time, perhaps, or you're switching between projects. How how are, how do you train yourself to go from one industry and all of a sudden to another industry, from one founder to another founder? Ah,、uh, a great question. I um. I did have a I did had a tough time in the beginning to switch to maneuver between different projects, but later I realized that it's nothing. It's not that heavy. It's more about the curiosity 
that you have to the person or to this group of people. So um, I position myself again as a listener to enjoy the the journey that I have, you know, listening to them and all this stuff, and just to like to enjoy it, to enjoy the process. And bit by bit, you will realize that like the more you put yourself in a position as um, a listener or like a co um, co working role. Can I say that? Like in mm-hmm. this in this position, it will bring more joy because I'm moving forward with them. I'm sort of uh, pushing or supporting them. So this type of supporting work, like this, such a value um, of my position, really brings me the motivation to go with them and to you know follow with their um, with their story and with their narrative. And um, I love it. Yeah, take me back. Yes. Quite a long time before Israel, before journalism, you know, middle school, elementary school in China, I believe. What, what, is, what are you really curious by? What fascinates you in your day-to-day as a kid? What fascinated me is different languages, I would say. Um, and it's something that had like a sort of a miracle to me because like I think I did have the um, the things built in me to learn languages. I still remember, like, mm-hmm. when I was six years old, I was uh, listening to the conversation between my cousin and her mother, you know, how to spell this English word and blah, blah, blah. I never studied English <laughs> at that time, but I just, I just speaked out the correct word that was supposed to say. And everyone was in shock, but I didn't know where it came from. And later I realized, like, I just have something like the passion for languages, how you decode the information in the languages and translate it into another to make sure that both sides communicate. And, um, and I think this is the reason why I first went to a, a, a language university, like the best language university, um, and study English and international relations. And by the way, they have Hebrew as a major over there. Um, wow. So, yes. So I went there, I studied, like I really polished my language ability and also my, uh, the way that I present myself, you know, all the speeches and you know, the hosting um, programs and etc. I really found the passion in it, like to present, to translate and to convey the message in a proper, decent way. Um, which I think is also one of the reasons why I chose journalism later on, because um, being uh, to report and to present something in different, in various ways, is some it's all the time attractive to me. And if you were to look today and your day to day, your how you're experiencing, you know, your life professionally and personally, what where do you really draw the inspiration from? So, what really inspires you? What inspires me is. At the end of the day, the value that I can give. I know it sounds very abstract, um, but the feedback that I have from the clients, like the epiphany, the moments of, of epiphany that they had with a click that I, with a hint that I gave them or with the explanation that I give them, the decoding process that I go through with them, um, is really what I enjoyed because I see that my effort was translated properly into concrete action items that they can do to improve their performance or to to be beneficial for them. So this is the point, like, I always want to, wanna how to say, um, to enhance my ability for. Like, I want to go on this path for longer because I see my value and I believe I'm more value in here. 
I love it. And if I were to ask anybody from your past or present colleagues or any of the companies that you're working with or anybody that you've interviewed, what, what are a few words that would describe Yael best? What would those be? I um, still remember uh, from my previous job in Hire, my boss, um, the CEO of Hire Israel Innovation Center, Daniel Oleski, he commented on me as a team player, which I would say mm. is um, a great honor for me because it shows that I, I they feel the care I give and I'm, I'm happy to give. Um, and besides, I think people always say that they feel comfortable talking with me. Like I heard this sentence from all the way back to high school up till now. Like they, um, wow. they find it comfortable to talk to me. They like to share with me. They like to hear my opinion and they all the time find me picking up the correct keywords over there and analyze with them and for them. And they do learn something from it. Um, so I think this is, um, also what they think of me. Well, yeah, I can definitely say that this, I, this is very comfortable for me to talk to you. So I can definitely continue, continue along the, the same trend. And, uh, and I really want to thank you for taking this time with me and sharing with me your journey and your stories, which are incredible. And the surprise element and the uncertainty with some of the decisions, but the bravery to go about them and having the courage to go and try all these different industries and, and excel at them and get to these incredible milestones that very few people in these industries get to. Um, I think that's just inspiring. So thank you very much for spending this time with me. Thank you. And, and uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Thanks. You too. Best of luck to the program. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.